thanks for joining us, everyone. Um, I'm Dylan Swanepoel. I'm a sales engineer at Obscure Technologies, and I'm joined today by Arjun Yubair. Arjun, can you please introduce yourself? Morning, Dylan. Yes, um, Adrian Yubair. I'm a systems engineer for Palo Alto Networks. Okay. Um, and how long have you been at Palo Alto Networks? Well, I've been at Palo Alto Networks, I think this year will be eight years. And I started the co- with the company when we were just like known for next generation firewall. And since then, we've grown tremendously moving into the endpoint market, uh, remote access market, cloud, compute, cloud security. So yeah, we've grown a lot over the past eight okay. years. No, that's quite cool. Um, so today we're going to talk about um, securing your mobile users and your uh, remote networks. Um, can you tell us uh, what we're going to talk about a bit more? Yes, yeah, so uh, I'll cover a bit about market uh, trends, what we see in the market, and then we'll get to the Caspi market and Prisma Access, which is the technology we're going to talk about huh? today. But I mean, if we come back to market share, um, we see that about seven, 87% of all enterprises now use hybrid cloud. And with that comes the whole idea of mobile users. And since COVID started about a year ago, more than a year ago now, we see more and more people working from home and continuously working from home. So statistics and stats tells us that about 76% of all global workers will continue to work from home. And they actually want to go and continue from work from home. So 48% of employees actually state that they would like to continue work from home. To And in the past, that was about 30%. So yeah, people are staying at home, working from home, and companies are accepting that more as a normal of working so more of a trend eh? it's more of a trend yes (laughs) so if we look at our prisma access technology and the remote workforce currently using it over 500 enterprises we can already see that 53 percent of all remote workforce threats are non-web so it's very important for us to look at remote access but also protect users not just for web traffic but Mm -hmm. for all traffic and do you see some form of adoption here in South Africa? We have seen adoption in South Africa, and we'll get to the Prisma Access architecture a bit later. Mm-hmm. The adoption is slower. Um, as we purely a cloud-based technology, we are normally a bit slow move to the cloud, but the adoption is getting there. Okay, that's quite cool. Um, and do you say Prisma Access focuses on securing the mobile users and mobile um, networks? Um, can you tell us a bit more about the CASB component and how the CASB market is? So since Palo Alto Network started many years ago, we've always believed in protecting all applications for all users. And that's one of the visions we have continuously in all our products. Yeah. And currently what we see with Proxy and even CASB solutions, they cannot always protect all ports and protocols. If you look at a, a proxy type solution, it only looks at certain traffic. It can't look at all the traffic. Yeah, web traffic. SaaS traffic, yeah. that's about it. <laughs> Web traffic, SaaS traffic, and if you can decrypt some SSL traffic, that's yeah. what they look at. So, And and again, like we said before, is 53% of all the threats we see for the remote workforce are non-web. Mm-hmm. So it, it just doesn't protect against all those other applications. And, and that's where we started Prisma Access. So Prisma Access, we wanted to have a consistent cloud-delivered security for all the users, again, for all applications uh, across all locations. So that was, again, we don't care about ports. We mm-hmm. want to look at all that traffic. If you, would, if you wouldn't mind, can we go a bit more into Prisma Access architecture and how um, the peering agreements work? Yes, Dylan. So like I said before, Prisma Access has got a cloud-native architecture, which means, again, we use Google and AWS as our cloud providers. So for the architecture, you have remote users or branches connecting to Prisma Access, and we have access points across the world, 100 countries. And even in South Africa, we have two access points. So there's no concept of having to connect to an access point in Europe or in a specific data center. It's all hosted by Google and AWS. 
one of the benefits of that is obviously scalability. Yeah. We do not have to add more compute as demand grows uh, within these cloud providers. They have auto scale. Once uh, end user or branches within Prisma Access, yes, obviously then they can either break out to SaaS applications, internet, or maybe the data center. For that, we have what we call service connections. And those service connections then apply full security into any connections to data center. If you talk about cloud providers, um, maybe Office 365 or Google, we have peering agreements with them. So I think Prisma Access is one of the few CASB or remote access vendors that will actually have SLAs. So once you hit our Prisma Access backbone, we have SLAs to those cloud providers, which is a kind of comfort. We actually know we'll have fast speeds to all the cloud providers. Okay. So essentially, it's a firewall as a service that has uh, can be spun up in any location that you guys provide, where AWS or Google Data Center sits. Exactly. So wherever we have an AWS or Google Center, mm-hmm. we can spin it up. There's a full list available. And one of the benefits of Prisma Access, customers can choose the locations they want. So they can go in a world map in the technology and select, do they only want Africa? Do they only want America? It's fully flexible and customizable. It's not a fixed solution. Customers can decide where they want to connect to. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, coming back to Prisma Access, so yes, we have the scalable network. It is built on cloud-native technology. And again, we look at traffic bi-directionally. So it can be any application, any port, whether it's a user accessing the internet or someone from the uh, branch trying to connect to other branch. It is bi-directional traffic we inspect. And the main feature always with Palo Alto Networks when we uh, have new technologies, it needs to be through a single console. Mm Mm-hmm. So is that uh, controlled through the central management system called Panorama then? Yes. So we have cloud-based management available for Prisma Access, but yeah. then also through Panorama. So the idea behind it is a customer currently using any of our Palo Alto Network's next-generation firewalls can also manage Prisma Access for all their remote VPN users through Panorama. And again, we try to make it simple. So it should be same console, same policy, whether it's someone sitting at the head office, someone sitting at a home via VPN, or someone sitting at branch, mm-hmm. same policy should apply to all those users through a single console. Um, so how does Prisma Access then look at your remote users? How does uh, Prisma Access secure those users? Yeah, so coming back to mobile users, so a mobile user needs consistent security to access their data centers as well as cloud applications. And what we found in the past is with normal remote access VPNs, they kind of fall short because users would actually connect to the VPN to access uh, data center applications. Mm -hmm. But as soon as they actually then want to access internet applications, they complain about latency, slowness, and they actually disconnect. eh? Yeah, so it's that (laughs) tromboning of traffic which people don't like. So either it goes back to head office Mm -hmm. and it's slow, and then people just disconnect their VPN. So Prisma Access was, again, we want to be cloud-based, so we will be the first hop for remote user so they will hit via Prisma Access the internet first. And from there, we can make the decision whether the traffic will go to a SaaS application, internet, or back via a connection to the data center. And uh, how do we look at your remote branches? So if you have uh, retail sites all across the <laughs> the country. So, so yeah, Prisma Access kind of looks at the two areas. It will look at your remote users. And that's, again, we didn't actually mention it, but we have an application or clientless VPN that can actually provide that. If we start talking about branches, we actually enable Prisma Access to allow any vendor, any third-party vendor to access our 
system mm-hmm. by industry standard IPsec VPN capable device. So in short, any device that is IPsec VPN capable can connect from a branch to Prisma Access and then immediately the traffic is secured from that branch, from those users, again, back into Prisma Access. And again, the architecture is simple. You have a branch connecting to Prisma Access in the cloud. We do all the security and that could be Threat prevention, we will look at uh, vulnerabilities, malware, download of malware. We can do URL filtering, which is full control over where users can go, what they can do. And also within URL filtering, specific applications within a website. So, for instance, we can allow Facebook the website, but Facebook chat and video we will disallow. Okay, so you have granular control over your what your users can do. We have full granular control over you, what users can do. So again, that applies to either the remote users, but if we talk about branches, we can now have branches connecting directly to the internet and we can have that control. Okay. Yeah, and then, sorry, last point on that. We also then allow for interbranch connectivity because Prisma Access is bidirectional. We can actually allow traffic between branches. So mm-hmm. administrator, head office can, through Prisma Access, access a branch to make any remote changes we can allow branch-to-branch branch, uh, connectivity, again, with the full security. Okay. Um, and any new developments you can tell us about? I know um, there was a recent update with Prisma, if you don't mind going to that. Yeah, so so we just released Prisma Access 2.0. So I guess we upgraded from the previous version. And there's a few things we look at there. So one of the main things we found is with the new work-from-home, IT teams normally had to support users on-prem, which they had full control of internet. Yeah. But if you work from home, what happens if your internet goes down? Yeah, you can't work, right? Yeah. And then an application doesn't work and then you try to say, well, is it my Wi-Fi? Is it my internet? Or is it the SaaS provider? Yeah. Yeah. So with um, Prisma Access 2.0, we've actually now introduced autonomous digital experience management. It's a difficult word sometimes (laughs) to say. But what we do there is we actually monitor the whole line of communication from the mobile user to the SaaS application. With ADM, like we call it, we can actually now tell an IT administrator whether a user is having latency issues on his Wi-Fi, on his fiber or ADSL or 3G, or if it's a SaaS application or maybe Prisma Access. Mm-hmm. So example of that would be someone calls in and say, I can't access a SaaS application. We think the SaaS application is a fault. Mm-hmm. What ADM provides the IT administrator, he can go into the console and he can have a look at, let's say, the Wi-Fi signal. He can yeah. determine the local Wi-Fi signal on the end user's network was having issues, whether it was his fiber connection or whether it's the SaaS application having some issues there as well. So easy troubleshooting to actually provide the um, IT administrator a way to tell the user, but it's either your local connection or the cloud connection. That makes the network admin's job a lot easier, huh? It does, it does, yeah. So, and then also what we've added into Prisma Access 2.0 now is in the past, you had to steer traffic into Prisma Access, so we couldn't really act as an explicit proxy. Since version 2.0 now, we will now allow explicit proxies. So we allow for easier migration from traditional on-site proxies where they use um, local files. Uh, to d- redirect the traffic, yeah. where with Prisma Access now, you can just redirect it straight to us as a proxy. Okay, that's quite a cool feature. Browser. Okay, well, thanks, Arjun, for joining us. Um, it was an informative session. I appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks, Dylan. So thanks for the time and uh, enjoy your day.